morning, y'all. Welcome to The Real Tea on Real Housewives podcast, hosted by me, Betty Young. I'm interested in exploring the role of being a traditional wife, aka trap wife, but I have no idea how to make that happen, let alone be successful at it. A trad wife is a traditional wife or housewife who embraces a more traditional structure in their marriage. The husband is the majority provider while the wife is the caretaker of the home and the children. I'm in my late 20s, I work as a data analyst, and the majority of the people in my community look down on the idea of me being a traditional wife. So it's been tough to find a mentor that I can talk to about this. Hence, I created this podcast to share my journey as I reach out to different people who have been successful. I feel there has to be others like me who are interested in exploring traditional marriage but simply lack the connections needed to learn what it truly takes to enter and sustain a successful traditional marriage. Wish me luck on this journey. Anything is possible, right? All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It's Fetty Show for part two. Again, my name is Fetty, and I'm here as your host for the Real Tea on Real Housewives podcast, where we interview stay-at-home moms and ask about their experiences with motherhood. So right here at the, top, at the top of the show, I would like to invite all listeners to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. This podcast can also be streamed on multiple streaming services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I also invite you to follow the socials on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at It's Officially Fetty for future updates. And also, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, or want to share your story on the podcast, you can email me at itsofficiallyfetty at gmail.com. All right, let's get back into it. I'm here again today with Taryn, and in the previous episode, she spoke a little bit about herself, her upbringing, and how she met her now husband. So now let's truly get into your experience being a stay-at-home mom. Welcome back. Thank um, you. All right, so... How long have you been a stay-at-home mom and what prompted you to stay at home with your with your children? So I've been a stay-at-home mom. My oldest is six. And so I just went back to work after my maternity leave for three weeks. And she was like, I think, 12 weeks by the time I officially would say became a stay-at-home mom. So basically my whole time being a mom. Um, and I what prompted me was I I cut I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom before. But just like having my own kid, I didn't, I could not leave her. It just was such a strong, like almost like biological need to be with her. I could not leave her. It was very, just the thought of it was like very difficult for me to, to leave her as a baby. Mm-hmm. And also I think just because I was an elementary teacher, it was hard thinking about like going and being with other people's kids and like leaving mine to be with them, even though I loved my class and I loved being with them. I still think about them six years later sometimes, but. I think that was another hard thing of like, why, why am I leaving my own kid to be with other kids? Yeah. I never thought about that from a, from a teacher's standpoint or yeah, yeah, you are a working mom and definitely the balance of dedicating your time to, to your job versus to your babies at home. Yeah. So what do you feel are the benefits and drawbacks for you personally as an individual and as a mother being able to be a stay at home mom? Oh, there's so many benefits. I feel like I, I feel like I don't miss anything. I know, you know, kids are only kids for so long. And my oldest is six. She feels like a baby still. And so I can't believe she's six. And I don't have any regrets of missing anything. I've seen everything she's been able to do. I think when I'm old, I'll 
be like, oh, I miss when they're little, but I won't be like, oh, I miss so much stuff because I've seen everything. So every, I'm not wasting any time with them. And just to have my family together and uh, in general, have, I know their childhood, everyone's childhood affects them. So I really want to give them like a great childhood. There's so many benefits just for me and for them. Drawbacks, I don't, I don't think there's too many. Maybe just if I was working, we'd have more money. So that would be, you know, a plus. We have kind of a little house right now and I'd love to have a bigger house, but I know that's, that's something that I'm happy to give up since I can be home with them. I mean, I'd obviously have more time to do like personal hobbies, but I don't really feel like that's too much of a drawback just because I enjoy my time with my kids. I love being with them and I like playing with them and doing all the little kid stuff because like I said, it's not forever. It's just a you know, fun few years of their lives that I get to, to see them. And what were things that you didn't expect or were surprising being a stay-at-home mom? Hmm. I didn't really think I would be this busy. <laughs> I feel like my kids do so much activity that I kind of thought being a stay-at-home mom, like you'd be at home, but we are not home very much. We do a lot of, a lot of things and we're just always on the go. So like this morning we were out doing stuff and my daughter, my oldest now is getting into like sports and things. So we're going like, she has cheerleading and all, you know, soccer is going to start up and she does piano lessons and then all, it's just busy. So I didn't really expect to not be home as a stay-at-home mom, I guess. Yeah, I did not think about that. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I, and I imagine you guys go on lots of field trips and stuff too, huh? Yeah, we do. And my, my oldest, she attends a hybrid school. So she goes to a school two days a week and then I homeschool her three days. And so everyone in her class does that too. So I feel like sometimes she has school stuff that we're doing and then we have home stuff that we're doing. So, and then yeah, my, my middle is in like two day a week, two morning a week preschool. We have a lot of preschool activities and then church activities. So yeah, we're, we're very busy. <laughs> and so uh, being able to stay at home, do you feel there are any benefits slash or drawbacks for your children? I don't really think there's too many drawbacks for kids. Or I think it's great for them to have a parent with them all the time. And they know they can, you know, someone's always going to be there for them and to help them. But yeah, I think it's very beneficial. They get to, you know, bond with you as a baby. I think that's important for babies to be able to be with their, their mom as long as they can. I mean, it's not always possible for some people, but I think that's a great thing for them. And like my son is really shy. And so I think having me there always to support him, he's really coming out of his shell now he's four. And I think if I was always not with him, he had different people that could have been hard for him. I just, I think it's great for kids to have their moms with them. Yeah, have that consistency. Yeah. Do you feel there are any benefits or drawbacks for your husband? Yeah, he, he probably has both. I think it's probably a benefit to him just to know his kids, you know, are taken care of with me. I don't have to wonder, if, you know, what's going on with them and just but I don't know always if I'm so helpful being home like I'm not the best cook so that would be something I wish I would be better at and since we're here in our house and we go I mean my house isn't always clean either so I, don't, I sometimes I think it would have been more clean if I was working just because we're not here to like mess it up but but yeah, I think overall we'll, he would say it's beneficial gotcha. yeah and we'll get a little bit into how you balance your routine later. <laughs> or I try uh, to balance my routine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so uh, 
also when I when I was doing my research, I found homeschooling tends to be really popular with families who have a stay-at-home parent. So uh, what are your thoughts on you've already shared you do homeschool. So what were your how did your brain what are your thoughts on homeschooling? How do you feel yeah. homeschooling has benefited your family? So I love being a public school teacher, but I've just recently just come to love homeschooling too. I think it's really great for kids. Um, so my first grader, she's pretty, like she always scores really high on state tests. She's pretty, pretty advanced. And I think too, one of the things that clicked for me was like at um, public school, I could not listen to every kid read for 20 minutes because I would take the whole day when I taught first grade. And so, you know, when it's one-on-one -on -one with my daughter, I can, she can read for two hours to me, you know, and I can hear her and help her. So I think that's a great, great thing with homeschooling. Um, and then my four-year-old gets to see what she's doing. So he's starting to learn. And it's just kind of a great thing to have everybody together. And one thing I've really found about homeschooling I like is that you can do the same thing in a quicker time. So then there's other stuff to be able to do. So like we finish our schooling in the morning, unless it's her in-person days, just two in-person days. And then she can do like, she does online Spanish and she does piano and it's just easier to fit it all in. And it's been just more flexibility. And we can, like yesterday, we went to the Idaho State History Museum, which, you know, she'd normally be in school. So she learned a lot there. So it's, it's just great for the flexibility and to be able to do more, more things, I think. How and just more your, personalized. Yeah. How was your experience getting the materials for the curriculum? Um, so what I do for my job is I help parents find curriculum. So I feel like I know like all the curriculum out there. So that's something that's super interesting to me. So I love looking at curriculum. Um, but then in her two-person thing, they kind of give us the curriculum of what we're, what the plan. So I do homeschool, but I follow. So all the kids on their home days do the same thing. Then they go into class two days. So it's, it's a good hybrid school. But I do add some stuff in that I find that I, that I like, like science or social studies but yeah there's so much curriculum it's just you could spend hours and hours looking at curriculum there's something for everybody wow yeah that's amazing so as your as your kids get older how do you feel about teaching different grades at the same time um I don't think it's going to be too much a problem my kids are a little spaced out more since so my middle will be in kindergarten when my oldest is third grade and then it'll be the same sixth third and kinder when my youngest is in um so I think they'll be a little more independent so I can like you know and right now I try to do some preschool stuff with my middle while I you know but I don't think it's I mean maybe if you have like eight kids it'd be harder but I know I, I like at church I know a family of 13 kids and they homeschool and I'm like how do you do that but I, I mean the older ones help the younger ones and they all work together they do independent stuff she checks them I think it's just like one by one, you kind of just get used to it as, you know, another one comes up, comes along. Yeah. And I think following the plan, some curriculums are pretty laid out where you can, you know, when the baby naps, we can do stuff too. It just, I think it depends on the family, how they want to do their day, but I don't, I don't think it'll be too much of a problem for me. We'll see though. When my middle gets to kindergarten, we'll find out. Yeah. That sounds amazing that it's, it's laid out like that. Um, Cause that's definitely something I want to explore in the future. Yeah, I really like the hybrid school just because I know there is benefits to kids learning from each other too. So it's kind of nice. She still gets to go and learn and have classmates and still have like, you know, a Valentine's party and still do all those kind of fun memories from school and, and her teachers are great. So it's been, it's been a really great thing for us. What is your parenting style? 
I think it kind of changes <laughs> depending on the kid and the day. I try to, uh, I tend to be like me and my husband both are not yellers. We're not really that like that kind of like do stuff right now. I try to, but I mean, sometimes you have to be, you know, more disciplinarian, but I like to make sure they know like what, what's the reason for why we're doing things. And I like to do like logical consequences. So like if they can't handle playing with that toy, that toy gets taken away. I mean, sometimes we do timeouts, but I'm not, I'm not one that is banking or anything, but honestly, I have great kids. I feel like I don't have to discipline them too much. I mean, I have to tell them to stop arguing sometimes with each other, but they love each other in general. They're still young enough too. I haven't gotten into teenage years or anything, so we'll see when they get older, but I mean, I feel like kids want to do well and they want to um, do good by their mom and dad and they want to impress people, so I I think we just have a good relationship. So they're they're pretty good at listening usually. Yeah, sounds like they grew up in a safe, loving, happy environment. So sounds great. Yeah, I mean, they have their meltdowns, but they're good overall. So what would you say inspired your parenting style? Oh, probably my mom. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm a lot like her or I want to be a lot like her and how she was. And I had a great childhood, so I'd like to be like her. Mm -hmm. and so did you did you think that you were going to parent one way and then when you had children you changed your mind or would you say it stayed pretty consistent um probably pretty consistent I did think I was going to send my kids to public school just because I was teaching at a public school so that's probably the main change I think but other than that I feel like I'm I mean my mom has always been my mom and I've always kind of assumed that I would be a parent like her so that hasn't changed and how do you and your husband divide up responsibilities so my husband he works quite a bit and he works um long and weird hours so he'll he used to work nights and he used to go back and forth between days he's in law enforcement so he's like you know all the time his his schedule now is more days which is nice so but he'll have off like a random Monday but then he'll work weekends or so he works quite a bit so when he's not here you know I'm the one doing everything um, but when he's home he really does do a lot I feel like he takes the kids and you know gives me a break or get, lets me finish something else that I haven't been able to finish because the kids have been around so um, yeah he's pretty pretty involved when he is here yeah that's awesome um, I, I love hearing that. So, uh, all the all the mamas I've interviewed so far said they had really supportive husbands. So yeah. I really, that really makes my heart super happy. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. And so when you guys have disagreements just in general about your household and also when it comes to parenting, how do you guys hash that out? We do our best to, you know, just talk about why we disagree. We don't really... I'm trying to think what we've disagreed. We're, we're pretty similar in like what we want and what we believe. So we don't disagree on um, things too much. And if we did, we would just talk about like, what, why do you think that? And, you know, I trust him and love him. So I want to know what, why he thinks things. But I think when it comes to the kids, he probably defers to me a lot on things that I think is best for them just because I'm the, the home parent. Mm -hmm. But we do, agree. I think we agree on most most things which has been nice yeah okay and so 
what does your everyday generally look like? Like what is a week in the life with Taryn, the stay-at-home mom? Oh, okay. So if it's a home day, we usually, we get up, we have breakfast right away. We do. And then as breakfast, I usually do what she, my oldest does Bible quizzing. So we read, we read our Bible for the week, our weekly thing. Then we do our homeschooling and that we take breaks. So we'll usually have like a recess. They'll go play in the snow or something now. And then we do all our schooling, try to finish it before lunch. Lent, then we'll have lunch. And then usually after lunch, they have their independent time. So I that's usually when I do my work if I have to or get my baby to nap. And then they'll do some independent activity. Like sometimes my daughter will just want to read or they'll do like a, there's a box over there. My daughter's putting jewels on a box. They'll do crafts or something. And then, I don't know, it's different every day. We just, sometimes we'll go somewhere after that. We'll go to the library or we'll go field trip and then get ready for dinner and it's dinner time. And then we'll usually read after dinner or we'll play like a game or we'll do, it depends too. Every day is different because if my husband's working or not, or if it's a school day or if we have piano lessons or it just depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like a pretty stable overall routine. Yeah, I try, I try to have meals at the same time every day, and I try to have my baby nap at the same time every day, but other than that, it's, it's all different. Homeschooling usually in the morning, but sometimes if we have something to do in the morning, we'll do it after nap time, so just depends. I do, I do my best to keep it consistent, but it depends on the day. Yeah, very flexible. <laughs> yeah. So how do you break down like what is your mindset when you are breaking down your chores and your routine so chores and routine a lot of times it's I try to get stuff done after my kids are in bed just because the day can be kind of crazy and my oldest is getting where she can help a lot more now so I'm trying to get her to do her own take care of all her own stuff and but yeah that's something I feel like just the three little kids it's going to be a hard thing and I know Someday I'll be old and I won't have kids here and my house will be spotless. But right now it's not that time. But I just just do do the best I can to keep it functional and keep it going. Make sure we have clean clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you how do you plan the meals after you um, go grocery shopping? Yeah, I'm not the best cook and I'm I'm really wanting to get better. I'm I'm on a low carb diet, so that's changed things now for me. Um, but I think doing grocery pickup has been my best tip I can give to people as grocery pickup. That way you don't, it doesn't take so long going to the store and you don't grab random things. You can just have it all on the list. It's quick to just pick it up and bring it back. So I think grocery pickup has been my, my thing this last year or so. It's yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And you know what you're getting. My husband's always like, I don't know if the produce is the best, but I haven't had too much problems with them giving me any bad produce. So I usually do it for even produce. Yeah, yeah, I'm currently on a, well, on a diet as well. So how do you balance eating healthy for yourself and but also teaching your kids how to eat healthy? Yeah, so I started my low-carb diet like a year ago when I was pregnant. I got gestational diabetes with my last pregnancy and I didn't have it before. So I'm like, oh, so I don't want to get diabetes, like the actual diabetes. So I just, I think that's going to be a forever thing of just being low carb. So it is hard to try to, because I don't want them to have to be low carb all the time. I do try to make 
low carb stuff or healthy stuff for them. And um, like my son, he's four and he'll say, like, can I have a piece of candy after I eat my nutrients? So he'll, he'll, I want them to know how to be healthy too. So it's just one of those things where teaching them a balance too. Like, yes, you can have candy after you eat your vegetables, that kind of, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go ahead and stop here. We're going to be back next week for part three, where we're going to get a little more into your social life and, and how that changed after becoming a mom. Sounds good. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Tea on Real Housewives podcast. Thank you for allowing me, Betty, to be your host today. This episode is available on multiple streaming services, including Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. See y'all next week.